the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And yet there are so many people who call themselves Christians who don't have those characteristics at all. In fact, it's created what some call a generation of church shoppers and hoppers. These are people who choose a church based on how that church can serve them. The Church of Christ Jesus functions because of people who want to serve. And if you're wondering what the true characteristics of a Christian are, well, they're found several places in the New Testament, including the book of Galatians, chapter 6. You might want to uh, memorize portions of that chapter. I'm Mike Trout. This is Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. He's not in Galatians. No, he's in the book of John. He's continuing a lengthy study in John. And we pick up in chapter 13, right around verse 9, where there is an interesting exchange between the Apostle Peter and Jesus. Now, in keeping with his nature, Peter immediately jumps up and goes to the other extreme and says, Lord, then wash not only my feet, but also my hands and head. Now, he may not have intended for it to mean literally, but... It was a wholehearted renunciation of his previous refusal to be washed. And some people say, ah, he got it right. No, he still didn't get it right. Because he was still dictating the terms of the relationship. He was still trying to tell Jesus what to do. He was reluctant to let Jesus do what Jesus wanted to do. But though he may have missed Jesus' point, he wanted whatever it was that Jesus was offering. He wanted all of it. So continuing his spiritual application of the principle of washing, Jesus said to Peter, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet. Now in physical terms, we're speaking the physical realm, those who have already bathed don't need to take another bath every time their feet get dirty. They'll need to wash their feet. Similarly, The complete cleansing of the redeemed at salvation never needs to be repeated. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the scriptures say we are justified. Justified can be understood as meaning just as if, justified, just as if we had never sinned. But as we go through life, we still collect sin. And so we need sanctification. Justification happened once when we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Sanctification needs to take place every day where we confess to Jesus our sins and He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. J. Vernon McGee wrote, I do not believe that any believer goes through a day without getting a little dirty. He says that we cannot have fellowship with him if we are dirty. So the washing of the feet is the cleansing in order to restore us to fellowship. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. 
But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us, keeps on cleansing from all sin. And Jesus, speaking to his disciples, says, you are clean, but not all of you. And this was a last appeal and a warning to Judas. Verse 12, when he'd washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I've given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. So the primary, the surface meaning, the primary principle that Jesus wanted to teach his disciples was the importance of humility and service. And this was a crucial lesson for these disciples who were bickering and arguing over who was greatest. And what he was saying is, if I am willing to humble myself to serve you, you should be willing to humble yourself to serve others. And to refuse to serve others is really to consider yourself higher than Jesus. Jesus says, if you know these things, and the construction there implies that they did know them, but it's one thing to know and another to act. Knowing is not enough. There are people who know how to succeed but fail to succeed because they don't exercise that knowledge. It says, if you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. The blessing doesn't come from knowing these things. The blessing comes from doing the things that you know. Now, the word blessing there is the word makarios, which is the word that's also found in the Beatitudes, Jesus' Sermon on the Mountain. Happy are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Makarios, the same word. Now, outside of the Bible, classical Greek, Homer and Hesiod used Makarios to describe the mythical Greek gods who lived high on Mount Olympus and they were unaffected by the poverty and the disease and the weakness and the misfortune and death of the humans that surrounded them. They were content regardless of their circumstance. And when the word is used in Bible, it speaks of a state of contentment, of joy, of well-being that is not dependent upon your circumstances. It is a, a joy, a contentedness, a happiness, a peace that comes from the knowledge of knowing that your life is right with God, that you are right with God. And so Jesus here gives us clues as to how to be happy, how to be blessed, how to be makarios. It is to recognize that Jesus is Lord, that he took a servant's role, that we are not greater than Jesus, that what is proper for him is also proper for us, that we should be servants and we are called to be servants. 
And Jesus said, now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. Those who call themselves Christians should be characterized by humility and service and love. And yet, there are so many people who call themselves Christians who don't have those characteristics at all. They live a life where it's all about them. And they should be the recipients of any service. In fact, it's created what some call a generation of church shoppers and hoppers. These are people who choose a church based on how that church can serve them. They go to that church because they like the worship there. And they go to that church over there because they like the preacher there. And they go to that church over there because they like the singles group over there. And it's all about them. Fundamentally, they want to be served. But they don't want to serve. The church of Christ Jesus functions because of people who want to serve. They want to follow Jesus' example. They want to do what Jesus has called them to do. They want to be a source of blessing to others. They want to be faithful to God and faithful in their service to others. And they choose to become members of a church family so they can serve. So that they can join the choir, the worship team. So that they can teach a Sunday school class or help a Sunday school teacher. So they can be an usher or a greeter. So they can help in the nursery or children's ministry and give a mom some time to worship God and to learn about God's word. They do it to serve. Serve God. Serve others. Paul wrote this in Philippians chapter 2. Don't be selfish. And don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. And When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest, the place of highest honor, and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. You must have the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. Amen.
Thank you. Lord, we are so thankful for your word and its clarity. We're so thankful, Lord, that you have given us an example to follow. We're so thankful, Lord, of your incredible love for your own. A perfect love, a complete love, a love that never fails. You've been listening to Pastor Leighton Sheely and another in-depth look at the book of John. I'm Mike Trout. He'll come back tomorrow with more. I hope you can join us as we work our way through chapter 13 and 14 this week. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Highlands, I certainly encourage you to check it out at highlands.us. If you are looking for a place where you can not only worship but also serve, then there are plenty of opportunities at Church of the Highlands. That's highlands.us. And share with us the fact that you've tuned in this broadcast. Encourage us in that way. We're here each day at this same time, so please tell your friends about Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. And return tomorrow when we'll once again open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.